All right, you ready? I'm ready. What's up, guys and gals? This is episode, say it, JR. 23. This is episode 23 of What Makes Us Human. Over there is JR. Right here is John Lindemann. Uh, our ghost producer, Hannah, is floating around in the ether. And uh, this is What Makes Us Human. And today we are talking about sunlight. All right. Sunshine. Bright, happy, shiny people. Okay. Uh, now, before the podcast started, we were chit chatting and about chat, a little bit of everything and chat chitting and yeah, about a little bit of everything. Uh, we we covered uh, pink wedding dresses and we covered nose vomit and we covered the Braves games. We went down a road. And here we are talking about sunshine. Yeah, it took us like thirty minutes to get to this point. Yeah, it's we've had a great time. I wish it had been recorded. <laughs> I don't know what it would have been titled. I don't know that anybody wants to listen to all that. No, the last time candy corn made me throw up. That's probably what the title would have been. But this is sunshine. All right. <laughs> so that being said, I have to do this. Are you ready? Okay. I've got sunshine. On a cloudy day. <laughs> that was pretty good, wasn't it? It wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is a good one. Uh, I'm like red, embarrassed that I just sang. Um, this is a good one because a lot of the benefits that come from sunshine are just benefits of being outside because you have planned an activity with people that you know and or love and you're doing something, which means you're moving out and about, and you're out under the bright blue sky. That's certainly uh, some of it. Uh, there, there does seem to be some specific benefits to sunshine itself. Yeah. Yes. Vitamin D. Yeah. Um, so to me, one of the places I went with this and looking into it was just friendship and getting out and doing stuff with people. Uh, we love to go to Cherry Grove Beach, and one of the in South Carolina. That's like extreme North Myrtle Beach. You're not really in Myrtle anymore. Yeah. Um, but you're still in Horry County. And one of the things that we always, that I always think as soon as my wife plans this thing is, oh, I hope it's a sunny week. Sure. You know, I hope we have good weather. Sure. Nobody wants to go to the beach and be stuck inside watching it rain the whole time. No. I mean, you can do activities inside, but... Yeah, you want a sunny week at the beach. Yeah, I mean, even if, uh, even, I mean, whether whether you're talking about, you know, laying out on the beach or swimming or fishing, you know, all those things are made better with good weather. Yeah. And that rhymed. Oh, yeah. Very good, Jared. You want to sing that? No. No, you're not going to sing that? I am not going to uh, subject our audience to me singing. Oh, okay. All right. So I'll just do it. Um, so I wanted to give a shout out uh, to, it's been quite a week. Uh so when we, re- when we record, it's a Sunday, and then we go live, and you folks hear us on a Wednesday. That's right. Right. So uh, right now, it's actually the 12th of September. So we had September 11th yesterday, and a day of remembrance and reflection. Yesterday, I spoke with a couple of friends. Uh, one of those was Gary Holland. I told him I might shout him out uh, earlier today. Um, but it's... I wanted to bring up September 11th. I wanted to name drop a buddy of mine and just say that uh, it's cool to be able to call somebody or to get together in the sunshine 
um, and talk about the things that mean a lot to you. Uh, to get real and talk about, like I said a few things to Gary yesterday that um, I was open with him about how I feel about um, our country and where we're headed and where we've been. And um, it's good to be able to be real with somebody and to really open up and know that that conversation is just between the two of you, you know. So friendship is a big honking deal. Sure. You know, um, and I just think that, well, we were talking about weddings not too long ago, about 30 minutes ago. And if I'm paying for a wedding and it's going to be outside, the first thing I'm going to wonder the whole time before this wedding is, man, I hope it's a sunny day. Sure. Yeah. So. We had some friends who had an outdoor wedding and it rained the entire time. I'm not talking like a little bit of mist, like it poured down rain. rain. Destroyed my umbrella that I had brought specifically because wow. it was raining. Poured down rain. The whole wow. Time. Awesome. That can be fun, but you make it. You make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, a few facts. If we're going to talk about sunshine, a few facts that uh, we can say about the sun because the sun provides the sunshine. All right. So the sun is a star. It's a great big ball of boiling gas. Yep, it's a yep. star. Um, it's our closest star at 93 million miles away. It's so far away that when it emits light, it takes that light eight minutes to get here. Okay. So it's a long way off. So if the sun were to wink out all of a sudden, uh, it might take eight minutes for us to notice. There'd probably be some other issues. I was going to say, but, I feel like if that happened there would be other implications for our life here on earth. The stock market would plummet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And people would have, of our concerns, people would have that tough conversation. They've always wanted to have with that one person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's our closest star. It's 93 million miles away. And I believe that the distance from the sun to planet earth is an AU, an astronomical unit. Okay. I'm pretty sure that that is considered a, uh, an astronomical unit in measurement because space is so vast. Sure. So an inch in, in space measurements is 93 million miles kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, so it's huge. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I, I, I don't know that in hearing about, you know, galaxies or stars or other things, yeah. you know, they exist in the universe that I've ever heard that used as a measurement. That, oh, like, astronomical oh, unit. This is that. No, no well, this is... The distance from the Earth to the Sun. This is you know twenty three times the distance of the Earth. From oh yeah, the Earth to the Sun. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that. That's yep. interesting. Okay. Now watch me be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right on it. I mean, you may have just started something, if not. No. Uh, all right. Uh, the Sun is so big that its radius. Now, radius is half the diameter, right? Isn't that how that works? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hannah's nodding. Um, so it's radius. Why didn't they just say diameter? So I got that the sun's radius is 432,000 miles. So I guess that means its diameter is 864,000 miles. Sure. And That's it's big. A, and it's a small star, as stars go. Right. You're right. Um, and then the Earth's radius is 4,000 miles. Okay. So we're itty-bitty-bitty-bitty. Sure. Uh, the now, I believe this is right. The sun's average temperature is 5,000 degrees Fahrenheit. I would have actually thought it was hotter. So, yeah, that's really hot. That's hot, baby. I mean, that is like Cindy Crawford hot. <laughs> oh, I was right about the AU. Thank okay. you, Hannah. Okay. Hannah just drifted in with her telephone or cell phone. Do we still say telephone? Um, all right. 
The sun is all gas, no solid. Sure. So it's, it's like a burning ball of gas. Yeah. It's like me after a bad bowl of chili. No solid. Um it rotates on its axis. <laughs> it rotates on its axis every twenty six days. That's interesting. The sun rotates on its axis every twenty six days. Okay. Alright. All that to be said that sunlight that originates ninety plus that million my almost a thousand ninety plus million miles away gets to your eyeball. I just think that's really neat. It gets to you. Sure. It gets outside of that cloud, penetrates, gets to your face, hits your retina, and once it hits your retina, it triggers, and I don't really know how. I'm just doing a podcast. I'm not a scientist, but it triggers a release of serotonin somewhere there from around your eye. Sure. It sends a signal to your brain to generate serotonin. Yeah. Yep. Now talk about serotonin for just a second, JR. Serotonin makes us feel good. I mean, you go. it's, it's a chemical the body produces that um, causes thoughts, you know, causes feelings like happiness. Not euphoria, but like happiness. Yeah. What is it that creates the euphoria? The drugs, drugs help you release something. Um, what is that called? It starts with a D. Dopamine. There we go. Yeah. Now that, I think dopamine is like released during sexual activity and, your 21st birthday and <laughs> so, uh, when I mean, you get married and stuff like that, right? Yeah. At the same time, so much of, uh, so much of what we have out on the internet, um, around social media and even news and things are designed to generate, give you that same feeling, video games and things give you that same feeling, which a dopamine. Yeah. Which oh. is an interesting, we, we might could talk about that in a future podcast. The, it's like eating candy corn kind and of, peanuts at the same of, time. Kind of uh, us having a constant um, overdose of, of dopamine in our society. Hmm. Which is interesting. Now, that would be a good podcast thing. Maybe talk about that on another yeah, one. Yeah, because if you're euphoric all the time, you're probably going to end up being miserable. Yep. Yep. That's a great podcast episode. There we go. The misery of euphoria. All right. So, serotonin is a chemical that nerve cells produce. And it's made from the amino acid. Now listen to this word. When I heard this word, I thought of Thanksgiving. Okay. It's made from the amino acid tryptophan. Sure. Which is found in? Turkey and Turkey. other things. Yeah. yeah. Now one year, actually three years in a row, we ordered the Bojangles. Fried turkey? And man, let me tell you, boss. that Now there was some dopamine happening there. Uh I want to fry a turkey. I don't have the rig yet. Oh, um, well, see, they fried but, it for you. Yeah. And you just stuck that bird in the oven. Yeah. Oh, and my mom brought that uh, jello with the pieces of apple and walnuts in it. Oh, okay. Like a jello mold. Yeah. Doesn't sound good. Oh, but it's so good. And then you had that fried turkey with the the flavorings in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it's I, a sunny day. I, I, I want to I wanna fry turkey at Thanksgiving. I also enjoy smoking turkey. But both of those conflict with my desire to be in the woods deer hunting on Thanksgiving morning. Oh. So that, that usually, I'll, I'll slow roast a turkey usually if, if I'm responsible for cooking it just so I don't have to be there. Somebody else can just be there and make sure you know the oven doesn't catch on fire. Now what do you so, shoot a turkey with? What would you shoot a turkey with? Yeah. You shoot, you, most states you have to use a shotgun. 
Okay. You're not allowed to use a rifle in, you know, I mean, at least a couple states that I've hunted in. See, I've never hunted, but, and I've, I've started but, listening to uh, the uh, a couple of podcasts by the Meat Eater guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with the podcast, yeah. Stephen Rennell. And uh, we, I've started listening here in the past couple of weeks, and they've been talking about harnesses and slings getting in the tree quietly and stuff. So I'm learning a lot. We haven't actually got to pull the trigger yet. But, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, I've I've not done a lot of turkey hunting. I do a lot of deer hunting and squirrel and rabbit and dove and you know other things. But yeah, I haven't done a whole lot of a whole lot of turkey hunting. It just it falls in the spring, which seems like a weird time to to turkey hunt. And you need a sunny day. And I usually have other things going on that time of year. So yeah. All right. So we digress for a minute. Sunlight helps to build strong bones. Vitamin D helps with bone growth. Low vitamin D levels seem to coincide with rickets in children and osteoporosis in the elderly and over-middle-aged hump. Sure. Uh, So what the heck is rickets again? I can't remember. That's a joint um, issue. Like... Um, I, I think it's like pain in your joints. I'd have to look it up right off. I don't know. Right in off kids, though. But yeah, it's it is. And uh, the other thing vitamin D can help with is weight loss. Yep. If you have you know if you have a vitamin D deficiency. Um, but yeah, my uh, my mother. That's number four here in a minute. Okay, my mother. So you mentioned vitamin D. So my mother had skin cancer at one point, and uh, so after that. You know, after she had that surgery and had all that taken care of, she was very vigilant because we're very pale about sunscreen. <laughs> you know, we're and, very uh, pale. We, I mean, we are. I burned at the drop of a hat. Me even, too. Even I'm though, very pale. Even though I'm outside, you know, yeah. it's it's um, Scots Irish and Viking. I mean, we're just very pale. We're pale. So, but anyway, but don't piss us off. The doc, <laughs> the doctor actually told her at one point, essentially. She's being a little overzealous with the sunscreen with herself. Uh, like, you, you have vitamin D deficiency. You need to get a little more sun. Yeah. He's like, I understand why you, you know, why you don't get, you know, why you're so protective about the sunscreen. That's a good thing, but yeah. you can go overboard. Right. You don't want to be one of the guys on the submarine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. It improves vitamin D or well, sunlight helps to improve sleep. <clears throat> Sunlight helps regulate your circadian rhythm. Yep. If you've ever worked third shift, you suddenly realize how important your circadian rhythm is because when that sucker gets off, it screws you up big time. Um, and your security, circadian rhythm, which tells your body when to produce melatonin. Yep. So melatonin is a little bit, I don't want to say the reverse of serotonin, but if you have a lot of melatonin, you can sleep almost at will. Yeah. I can pretty much sleep at will. Okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. good, actually. Yeah. When I, uh, back when I was an EMT, uh, I was considered part time, which just meant after the full timers got there, picked up their shifts, we could get whatever we wanted of what was left. Oh, Lord. And so, you know, I was 20 years old and, you know, wanted to make money. So I'd work nights and days in the same week. You punched your circadian rhythm in the face. And I just slept. When I wasn't at work, I just slept. Because I was also going to class at the same time. Oh, gosh. So sometimes I'd, ha- I sometimes I'd work a 12-hour night shift and get off and have 12 hours on the truck for clinicals oh. or, 12, or 12 hours in the ER. And so, yeah, when I wasn't somewhere, I was just I wasn't at work, basically, or class. I was at home asleep. Man. But, you know, made a lot of money. So I guess Woo. there's that. When you're, when you're that young, you can do that kind of thing. 
So your melatonin and serotonin were like, excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> All Ca- right. Caffeine and nicotine were my friends. Oh, nice. Awake, so. There you go. There you go. All right. So number three, uh, sunlight reduces stress. And I talked a little bit about this at the uh, top of the episode. We're active when we're outside uh, most of the time. And we're usually with friends. We may be exercising, throwing the football, playing golf. Um, I don't play golf because I try not to cuss. And when I play golf, I cuss like a sailor. Um, but it reduces stress. And that's, I mean, it kind of reduces stress as a byproduct. You know what I mean? Because of the other things you're doing while you're in the sunlight. Yeah. At the same time. Working on a tan. At the same time, you know, when it, when it comes to to a lack of sunlight leading to like the was seasonal adverse yeah. depression or whatever. Well, the, now there you really do see the effects. It, it actually is the sunlight because in some ways that can, uh, you know, you can get a, an artificial sun lamp basically. Yeah, you can. And, yeah. uh, and actually help with that. So yep. you can be by yourself with this light and it, it actually helps. So in yeah. your basement. Being being with friends and being you know the other benefits of being outside and all that certainly probably help probably increase that, but specifically there is some stuff that just just having sunlight just from just sitting in the sunlight. Yep, uh, it reduces weight. Is that what you mentioned a minute ago? Uh, vitamin D. Yeah, if you have a vitamin, if you if you don't have enough vitamin D, you can gain weight. So that okay. is uh, yeah. So that's number four. It reduces weight, and everybody seems to be about reducing their weight. Uh, my entire life that's been a big thing especially in January people say they're going to lose weight and then they get fatter so which is when the days are short and there's not yes, much sunlight that's, that's oh, int- very that's, good that's interesting that okay. is interesting uh, number five it strengthens the immune system vitamin D is crucial crucial for a healthy immune system yeah I don't really know how I just wrote that down yeah I mean it is and that's you know I, I'm I'm not going to get into the politics of, of, of COVID and everything there, but that's oh, yeah, one we thing. Don't want to do that. But that's one thing that uh, was being talked about early on and still being talked about somewhat is, you know, things like vitamin C, which everybody thinks of, and vitamin D, which maybe they don't, and zinc and other things. You know, if you have a deficiency there, you, you can be more susceptible to illness in general. Oh, yeah, okay. So, you know, making sure you have proper levels of that or taking steps to remedy that if you don't can, can help keep you healthier. And you know, if you're really sick, and I don't mean so sick that you're in the hospital, but if you're ill and you're at home and you've been struggling, I think it's best to open the curtains. Okay. Sit up a little bit, get your head out from under the covers. You know what I mean? It wake up some if you can. Sure. Yeah, it helps you get better. I, I can I can remember as a kid, um, my mom or my grandmother, somebody, um, you know, if you'd been sick like that. They'd open, they'd open the blinds or, or whatever, and they'd say, you know, let's let the sunlight, you know, purify the room. Or, you know, maybe, oh. not, maybe not the right term. Right. But I don't know if there's necessarily any truth to that, but certainly right. maybe the the effect of getting sunlight into the room when you're ill uh, being beneficial. It just comes to mind, and I wish it had come to my mind earlier because I'm, I'm going to butcher this. Okay. But out west somewhere, there's a, or in the Midwest, there is a humongous place for people that were struggling with, um, I think it was one particular illness, and now I cannot think of the name of it. It was like a sanatorium? Yeah, sort of. But they built it so that every room, every single room was, had, had sunlight, you know, most of the day. They positioned this place on this hill so that every patient was exposed 
for, to as much sunlight as they could be for the entire day. And uh, they believed that it would help. And actually, I don't think there was any evidence that it did. Maybe but, with that particular illness or whatever, yeah. 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 I think it, yeah, Hannah's writing TB. And I think it had something to do with tuberculosis. Yeah. yeah. But I can't remember where it was or the name of it. If yeah. you know the name of this place, write into us. Yeah, I mean, there were TB sanatoriums kind of everywhere. But yeah, I've, I've heard something about the one you're referring it's to. It's in the Midwest somewhere. Um, it, uh, Colorado. I think it was in Colorado mountains. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yeah, it's uh I don't again, like you said, I don't know that sunlight necessarily helps with, with uh with tuberculosis specifically, but uh yeah, I mean can boost your immune system. And my last Vitamin thing my last thing was uh and I think this is what those folks at that facility were striving for, is that it fights sunlight fights off depression. Um That's true. And that there we can talk about the great state of Alaska. Yeah, and that gets into the serotonin and melatonin that we just discussed and, and uh, the effects that that can have. So, Yeah, because yeah. winter for five or six months straight with no sun or just at a couple of hours of sun a day, yeah, or that sometime, would be brutal. Or sometimes in some places completely dark, right? like no sun for a month kind of thing. And they, is it, it, it is true that they see a higher suicide rate in, during that situation? They see a higher depression rate. I believe they also see a higher suicide rate as well. Okay. All right, so what the heck is vitamin D? Vitamin D is also called calciferol. I, okay. That sounds like a medicinal cereal. <laughs> you know? I wonder. I calciferol. Wonder... I wonder if that's because of the common association with calcium. Yeah, we're getting like, there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, we're getting there. It's uh, also called calciferol, vitamin D is. Um, it's a fat-soluble soluble vitamin naturally present in some foods. Vitamin D is, bio- I did not know this, vitamin D is biologically inert and must go through two hydroxylations okay. in the body to become activated. Okay. Do you know what a hydroxylation is? I've heard the term, but I can't. Uh, I can't define so it. It sounds like something to do with water. Yeah, yeah, making something do something that it's supposed to do. <laughs> Unlocking the vitamin D so your yeah. body can process it. Yeah, it's like your mechanic saying, "Push that pedal, and something happens, and then something happens after that. Then a miracle happens, and then your car goes forward." <laughs> um, all right. So first, uh, in the liver, you have your first activation which takes place in the liver, which converts it to vitamin D25, which is hydroxyvitamin or calcidiol. All right, so once it becomes calcidiol then in the liver, then there's another activation that mostly happens in your kidney. Kidney is also extremely important. And that forms the now physiologically active dihydroxyvitamin D called calcitriol. Okay. Woo! That was a lot. Vitamin D promotes calcium absorption in our gut and helps maintain proper serum calcium and concentration of phosphates to enable proper bone growth. Yeah, and I think that's why, you know, when uh, osteoporosis, yeah, uh, when they started trying to treat osteoporosis with calcium, they noticed that you know a lot of it wasn't getting absorbed, and uh, as, as you give excess calcium, because you also have to increase the vitamin D. 
Oh, to be able to, to absorb be able to, the calcium. Because the vitamin D is involved in helping your body actually absorb and use the calcium. Okay. So, uh, vitamin D also reduces inflammation, helps with general cell growth and glucose metabolism. Okay. So this is like the super vitamin, or as our British friends would say, vitamin. Um, it's in foods and dietary supplements. Uh, and in, in foods and dietary supplements, vitamin D has two forms, D2 and D3. D2 is called ergocalciferol, and D3 is called calocalciferol. All right. And both are absorbed in the small intestine. Okay. I'm glad that page of notes is over because <laughs> that was a lot of irferols. Um, foods with vitamin D include fatty fish. So I guess you're obese trout. <laughs> Picture your, your fat trout floating down the stream there. Um, salmon. Fatty, fatty fish is the fish that tastes... People, people describe it as a fish that tastes fishy. Yeah, fishy, fishy. Um, is salmon the one that gets uglier as it gets older and it's swimming upstream and, yeah. and then has the final... Yeah. Home run date night and then dies. Yep. Okay. And then they swim back to the ocean and then repeat the cycle all over again. Right. Okay. So fat children do, I guess. Yeah. So fatty fish like trout, salmon, tuna, and mackerel. Yep. uh, Have vitamin D. Uh, Also beef liver. Ugh. That's disgusting. Beef liver, egg yolks. I can do egg yolks. And cheese. Yeah. Love cheese. uh, Have small amounts. And also, uh, our Hobbit listeners can celebrate mushrooms okay. have vitamin D. Okay. So if you ever find a shortcut to mushrooms, um, you get a little vitamin D. So yep. our J.R.R. Tolkien fans just nodded. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, obviously a lot of milk in this country is fortified with vitamin D. You know, other things are. That's as, right. That was in there. Other, yeah. other things are as well. But, uh, yeah. That kind of gets to the point of, you know, maybe helping the calcium and the milk being absorbed. Yeah. Shout out to local dairy farmer Josh Myers. All right. In the northern part of our county, keeping the cows milked. I yep. didn't know he was a dairy farmer. He is. Okay. They, they're they're pulling on teats 24-7 up there. They have a lot of cows. So keep pulling, Josh. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, I think that is... Uh, Sunlight, benefits of sunshine. So basically it's a crap ton of vitamin D that ends up uh, getting absorbed in your small intestine after it's activated in your liver and your kidneys. Okay. And it enters through, a lot of times, through your eyeball. So this has really been a ride. Yeah. Through the body. Kind of like, what was that movie? Where the, it's an old movie where the people are injected into the guy's body I don't know. I've seen that trope on several shows. They're in this tiny spaceship that's in his bloodstream. Yeah, I I don't know. I can can name a couple episodes of different shows over the cartoons over the years that have done this. Yeah, okay. I don't know which which one you're referring to. It just reminds me That's probably the origin of that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, So this thing starts uh, 93 million miles away, goes into your eye, and then goes is activated in different organs, absorbed in your small intestine, and then you feel happy all right interesting yep 
Anything else? What's your favorite place to soak up sunshine, Jared? Hmm. I, uh... A lot of the hobbies that I have involve being outside, so there there, there could be a lot of things, but uh, if I'm just going to pick a place to just kind of sit and enjoy being outside, yeah, it's probably my... Uh, my grandparents have a place in West Virginia. I knew it. Yeah. So take me sit, home, country roads. Sit on the front porch and you know have a book or have a notebook to write and yeah. um, just relax. Happy, There's no happy. cell phone signal. There's you know no internet or cable at the house or anything like that. It's wow. It's, it's nice. No, that is nice. That's back back in time. Yeah. As someone who, you know, works a job that involves staring at a screen all day, every day, it's nice to go somewhere and not look at a screen for a couple of days. Oh, I bet. Well, very good. What about you? Uh, yeah, we really like Cherry Grove, but I can't get there, but like once a year. Um, so that's my favorite spot, though. Okay. Yeah, and my wife can sit there the entire day. I have to have an umbrella and a cooler full of drinks, and then I have to have a break at lunch. Yeah, but then I'll be back out there. Yeah, that's uh, that's my mother-in-law. She'll just sit on the beach all day. Carrie loves the beach. I man. would, I I prefer to fish, but also if I just stayed out on the beach, I would just blister. I'd, I'd even reapplying sunscreen four times, I'd still end up yeah. just absolutely burnt to a crisp. But you know, uh, culturally or whatever, to me, if I spray a little sunscreen on me, I just I feel like I'm on vacation. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? That smell. The, it just reminds me of the beach. You okay. Know? Yeah. Oh, I love it, man. It makes me think of Cherry Grove. So, well, this has been good. Yeah. I think we got a couple uh, um, emails from listeners. You want to talk about them? Mailbag. Super excited about this one. All right. Yeah. All right. So, I'm pulling it up. All right. So, we got a nice email from Andrew Malcolm. Shout out to Andrew Malcolm. He says, guys, comma. Love the show. It slowly informs me. It's a nice listening pace. Not too fast that I miss things. That, that's pretty cool. He says it rambles and digresses, which we did in this one. Uh, but that's okay because you both come across as good guys and are easy to listen to. That's really nice. He says, I love the moonshine episode. The coffee one was good and the barbecue was a classic. I really hope you're able to keep the show going and hope you don't become either too slick and professional. No worries there. Or too meandering. Right now, it seems you have hit a really nice, sweet spot. Cheers, Andrew. And he says, P.S. Now, this is really neat right here. I'm an Australian living in Shanghai. All right. Yeah, that's really cool. I wonder if he lives near, uh, what's the name of the club? Club Obi-Wan in Shanghai, where uh, Indiana Jones tried to find the gym and all the ice. Remember? <laughs> So shout out to you, Andrew Malcolm. Appreciate the mailbag there. Yep. We also got an uh, email from uh, Larry Pullen uh, thanking us for the shout out on the previous episode. Yeah. What's up, Larry? All right. So this has been a good one. Absolutely. Anything else? No, that's it, man. All right, folks. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we hope to, you hope you enjoyed it. You can find us on social media at WMUH Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us, wmuhpodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and leave us a review on whichever platform you're listening to this on. And uh, reach out to us. Let us know what you think. All right. See, See you ya. next week.